Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, we're picking up here, Perk Zion, Pazik Zion, for Yeshua. We finished yesterday how Kaddish Baruch Hu told Yeshua that the reason they had to flee in battle from the people of the eye as Rashi explained, Pasuk says very clearly, is because somebody had taken from the cherem, the prohibited items of Yericho, and then Hashem told them how they should go through a process of trying to figure out who that fellow was and then deal with him. Pasuk said, burn everything that was his and uh, that, will, that will fix the issue. So holding Pasuk says, Zayin, now, Vayashkim Yeshua Vavoyker, Yeshua got up early in the morning, Vayakar Vesisrael Vishvatav, and he brought the Jewish people based on their tribes close for Yilochet Shevet Yehuda Shevet Yehuda was caught so we learned yesterday with the Aron either, either Rashi one of, one of them Farshim here said with the Aron or it was with the Urim Mitzumen. but the tribe of Yehuda was was set aside was designated for the the one with the the sinner Vayakar Mishpachas Yehuda so they brought close Mishpachas Yehuda Okay, so Rashi here says Lefnei Choshen. He says very clearly in front of the Choshen. The other ones also look like that, or this? I don't know. See, we learned yesterday. There's two ways to look at it. Two, two ways it potentially could have worked. With the Choshen, they wouldn't really get past Yehuda. The Choshen, right? Let's see. Vayakrivis. Oh, oh, so Rashi learns Vayakrivis Yisrael of his Lefnei Choshen. Fine. So that was that was in terms of the Sheva. They brought close Mishpachas Yehuda. The Yilkodes Mishpachas Hazarchi. The Zarchi family was 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 uh, designated, was set aside. Vayakrivis Mishpachas Hazarchi Lagvarim Vayilochet Zavdi. So Zavdi, the family of Zarchi was analyzed and then Zavdi which is one of the families one of the Bate'av meaning one of the particular families within Zarchi was set aside so Rashi says okay so they had a lottery they brought the heads of the families they put them in a Gorel afterwards all the Bate'avos which we're about to do and everyone came from each of the Bate'avos and then each of the individuals fine so that's how Rashi learns. He learns that initially the Shevet was determined by the Choshen, and then the rest of the determination was made by Goro. So then they split that house into the individuals. And Achan was caught. He was, his name was taken out of the Goro. Okay. So Achan. Yeshua said to Achan, "Bini simna kavod, put aside honor, Hashem, or simna kavod, Hashem elokei Yisrael. Give now honor for Hashem, the God of Israel. V'ten leitayda, give him thanks or acknowledgement. V'haged noli me'asisa al techachem mimeni. Tell me what you did. Don't withhold it from me." So Rashi explains over here that there's a backstory as to what just happened. What do you mean simna kavod? It's a very strange language. So Rashi says. You know, when you're caught red-handed, so the first immediate reaction is, the entire process was flawed. You know, that, that's, that's what it is. I just saw it. It's unbelievable. 
in an interview with one of the Hamas heads. These guys, it's unbelievable. They're such a shine. It's crazy. They're just such a shine. He said, you know, you know that there was that like Israeli music festival or something going on. He said it wasn't terrorists who killed those people. It was Israeli fighter jets that bombed those people. Can you imagine, like, and he says it, like, without any embarrassment and no shame, nothing. When you're caught red-handed, so you have two options. You can either admit you're guilty, and if you don't want to admit you're guilty, so just be mighty law. Say the entire thing isn't true. Today, it's, it's a pella. I mean, it's like the, the it's, we have videos. We have, it's not even a shaila. We have <laughs> reporters. It's unbelievable. What? You probably send them. You probably send them, right? It's unbelievable. So Rashi says, what happened was here, Achan he started to cast aspersions against the goral. He said, you're, you're trying to catch me with a goral. You and a lozer hakohen are gedolei ador. If we put your two names in a goral, one of you will become, will be caught. Amar lo, so Yeshua said back, Simna kavod. Don't cast dispersions against the gorillas, because that's how we're going to divide up the land eventually. So if you start to show negativity in it, it could create a lot of problems down the road. So then... You knew the gorillas Rashi said that they like, would announce themselves. It was there? Yeah. yeah. But I guess people still thought that's Haguf, even though it was gorillas, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. But people would think badly about them still. Right. I mean, you, you, you create a weakening of people's perspective in terms of the effects of these gorillas. So that's what Yeshua was telling him, is put aside, give give honor to Hashem. That's how you read that. Simna Kavod. Let's read that. Simna Kavod, Rashi says, I guess give honor to Hashem so that people know when the land is split up that there's no weakness in that division. Back in Pazichov, Ayan Achan is Yeshua Vayomar, so Achan, Lahavdil, by the way, Lahavdil, Achan and this guy, this Nashim Aleva. Ayan Achan is Yeshua Vayomar, so Achan answered Yeshua and he said, Omna, the truth is, Anochi Chatasi Vashem, Eloke Yisrael, I did sin, Bekazos, Bekazos, Asisi, and this is what I've done. So Rashi says, when he answered, Rashi says, Achan, the reason he agreed, to go through with it appropriately is He saw, it's unbelievable. Can you imagine? They just crossed over the yard and they had this miraculous victory. They had this failure in the eye. Achan is caught. Immediately, B'nai Yehuda start ga- gathering together to fight war. I mean, they were, go- were going to go all out. Against the Shalom? I guess everyone, apparently. It's unbelievable. Sheva Yehuda was going to back up their guy, and and it was going to be a bloody war. And um, he said, it's better that I die and not thousands of Jews end up dying. So he said, okay, I'll admit. That was the Toda. The Gemara said that was the Toda. Toda. Mm. Admission. Admission. Because those, because those, Rashi says, So this guy, Achan, had a track record. He said, not only did I take from the city I wasn't supposed to now, in the days of Moshe, I've also, I had also done the similar idea. It's interesting, you find Yehuda specifically is, as we know later, the Malchuyos are split. There is a certain separation, even before the Malchuyos are split, between Yehuda and the rest of the Shvatim. You do find that, like when they're counting the people for war, calculates the number of the soldiers from Yehuda, 
I think it was even the days of Shaul, if I remember correctly, and then the rest of the people. Yehuda, in a certain sense, were like their own military power, or they had their distinct identity. When they were split, obviously the Malchus became very clear that there was Malchus Yehuda and Malchus Yisra. But even before that, it seems like there was a identity that Yehuda had over, as separate away from the rest of the Shvatim, which is a very interesting concept. And it's not just after the split in Malchus, even before that. It's very interesting. I don't know what the Hezbron that is exactly, but that's, that seems to be an interesting thing. All right, so he admits, he says, Kazos, because I've taken from Haramim. Continues, So he says, What happened was, I saw in the left, in the, uh, the booty from war, Aderes Shinar Achas, Tova, one Aderes uh, Shinar. It's a nice code, I think. Right? It's Dili Bavli, one Babylonian coat. Yep. It's interesting. Rashi explains a fascinating idea here. We'll see in a minute. But so one coat, Umasayim Shkalim Kesef and 200 silver coins, which will shown Zahav Echad, a strip of gold. Chamishim. What's that? 200 coins or? Coins worth 200 silver. Got 200 silver coins. Like a like a chunk of metal. No, like they, have, they have like 100. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if the chunk thing was like 100. It'd be an awful lot to carry. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the shown zahav echad chamishim shkale mishkalo, a strip of gold that was 50 shkalim its weight. Something like that. The echmedein ve'akachim I desired and I took it. Ve'hinam timudim ba'aretz. They're buried in the ground, in my tent, the monies are under it. I guess the items with the monies underneath. Rashi says something fascinating here. The, the money is under the other stuff. Under the other stuff, right. Rashi says, that the Targum of Shinar is Bavel, which actually is this week's parasha, when he talks about Esav, when he talks about Shinar, right? The end of the parasha, when he talks about the Cheshvan, his, his descendants, he talks about. Which itself is like a huge kiddush that the Targum needs to go through this whole Cheshbon, but. Edom. Oh, am I making a mistake? No, Shinar is not Edom. Making a mistake here? He's saying that. Save, save. Say it. Shinar is mentioned in there. Shinar. Oh. Bubba. No, so it's sorry. Bavel. So it's Dili is Bavli. Shekol Melech Shleikanale Platrin Be'eretz Yisrael. It's a fascinating word. And this, as you see, it's an age old issue. Any king that didn't have a palace in Bavel, Leniskara died to Gemalchusai, was not content with his kingdom. Shine'emar Ve'etin Lachairetz Chemda Nachlas Tzvi Tzivais Goyim. And the king of Bavel had his palace, he had his place in Yerichai. When he used to come to there, he would put on his, his that frock, he would wear it in the palace in Yerichai, and that's what this one cloak or coat that he had gotten was that of that king in Bavel. It's a fascinating thing that the king of Bavel, who apparently already existed um, in these days, I'm talking about long before Nebuchadnezzar, talking about, what was it? A thousand years before Nebuchadnezzar, because, right, yeah, roughly, roughly a thousand years before, 
and uh, apparently there was a Melech Bavel, and he had his coat there, and that was what Achan had found, the Saderes Shinar Achas Tova. So he admitted, fine, these are the things that, um, it's just amazing, you know, the, that, that's the first Rashi in the Torah, that's why there's the whole story, we have to know it's our land, but like, this is an age-old issue, it's not like, uh, it's not, this isn't an issue that started when we were exiled from Eretz Yisrael the first time, nor any time in between that. This was before even entering Eretz Yisrael. Everyone wanted to live in Eretz Yisrael. Quotes a Pasuk in Yermia. I'll give you Eretz Chemda Nachlas Tzvi Tzivos Goyim, the desire of the guy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Probably don't have a, I don't know what I'm saying, but I don't think we have a country that was passed from so many hands over the years. No, I don't think it exists. Yeah. Because people don't care as much. It's not as desirable. Eretz Yisrael, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's not just past. Also, there's such a yeah. such a passion involved. They're willing to go to the farthest lengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Let's look at the other one. One more pasuk here. By Yishlach Yeshua Malachim, so Yeshua sent messengers. Ve'yerutzo Ayala. They ran to Achan's tent. Ve'hinet Muna Ba'ahalai, and it was buried in his tent. Ba'kesef Tachtel, and the money was actually underneath these items. So Rashi says. He wanted them to be quick because he was worried if they wouldn't be quick, uh, they might take them and contradict the Goyrel. Meaning he was worried Shevet Yehuda might try to cover up for Achan. So they'll send some guy to remove the items. And then it will look like he didn't really take it. But that would end up negating the power of the Goyrel. So they brought those items. And I guess I guess we'll stop here. We'll uh, pick up from Chav Gimel tomorrow. That's probably, that is interesting. It's probably Yeshua saying in Temel Todo to show that there is really a time to go. Even though he's already multi laws, but he's going to show now it's not lost mm. because they're going to see how can Achan be picked out. That's true. That's true. Also, they did use the Choshen for the first step, so it's interesting because you use the Choshen, it chap shaved Yehuda. So, what's his response? If you put two names, you'll get you know Eliezer or you'll get um, Yeshua. Within the Maybe that's why Yehuda was so riled up. Yehuda was upset about it because they knew that the guilty party was in Shevet Yehuda, so they didn't want to look bad. Really, the whole the whole Yehuda looks bad. The whole Yehuda looks bad, especially the sheep is also the whole Yehuda looks bad. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll stop here. It's unbelievable. It's very interesting though this distinction between Yehuda and the rest of the people. It's almost like it was a crack that existed forever, and it only broke apart when the Malchiyah split after Shlomo HaMelech, but it already existed. Mechari, you look through history, that's already, even back to Yehuda and Mitzrayim, standing up for Binyamin. Well, I mean, he was the one thing, the whole story, he separates from his brother, and he says, Yehuda separates from his brother, but with Tamar, right? Because he says right. he's separated from his brothers. Right. There's a, it's, a, it's a separate identity. Owns a Mashiach has to do with that, but that's... I will stop here. We'll pick up with Chavkimot tomorrow, Be'ezer Hashem. Oh yeah.